Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if you want to be my friend you had better go and get a pen Maybe we could keep in touch Like they did in the old days It wasn't so long ago Oh, and I wish you well Oh, sign your pen, pal Dan, do you want to be the one that starts? Yep. And how are you going to start? Kind of run it by me so I can either approve or disapprove that you start probably like with a lot of energy all right well let me hear two takes okay Okay. dear friends welcome to an episode of pen pals i'm daniel van kirk along with rory scoville you feel good about it i do actually like that don't no need to run the second one okay i like that one enough yeah nice i think we got it that time um just getting our toes wet. Just putting our toes into the hot tub we of, are. A, of a podcast right now. I want to start out. off by thanking every single person that's been sending us letters. And I, I mean real letters, DMs. The slide is open. Emails, mm-hmm. DMs. If you're listening to this and you don't know what form to contact us in, you can do that at the Pen Pals Pod on Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter and Gmail. And our address, which I wish I knew right now off the top of my head. But I imagine, as we're in these early episodes, eventually I will learn it. 1700 West Bull Burbank Boulevard? Or maybe just... 91506. Or maybe just right then we drop it in. What's that? We just drop it in and it very tonally it doesn't match. Oh, later? It's so clearly dropped in. <laughs> like right now. 
1700 Burbank Boulevard, Burbank, California, 91506. Care of the Pen Pals Pod, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scoville. Yeah, that's so it. that's, that's, the, and that's yep. the address, yeah, Dan. That, thank you. Yeah, of course, man. Top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, we're uh, we're pen pals, and if uh, what you maybe already know or what you don't know, what uh, what this show is, it's, this is your podcast. We just talk about it. So all those letters that Dan's talking about, either uh, emails or DMs or letters, like you just send us stuff that you got going on in your life or things you're interested in. It doesn't have to be personal. It can be. Yeah. It can be a ghost story. It can be uh, something about a wedding. It can be any, literally any topic you want to talk about. We can't promise that we will read that letter or ever mm-hmm. get to it because we're actually getting way more than we thought we would get. <laughs> but um, there is a chance that uh, the uh, the more interesting and engaging that letter and topic sounds, there's a good chance we're going to want to get into it. And uh, for today, we've we've chosen some that yeah, we actually I think, really like. I think it's interesting to think about if you're going to send us a letter, there's just different categories of like, hey, what is your opinion on blank? Or another one is, did you hear about the blank? Or I need help figuring out blank. So they don't necessarily all need to be advice. It'd be how you would write a letter or correspond it to any friend of yours who'd be like, can you believe that this happened? Yeah. And say what that is. That's something that affected your life. You can. You, there's times in your life where you're like, I really don't know which car to get. Do you, do you have this type of car? Whatever you would say to your friend. And then we'll your be pen pal. To... Whatever you would say to your pen pal. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I think that we've just gone these. I love, too, that... In these early episodes, people are someday going to go back, probably in the Smithsonian, and Mm -hmm. listen to these and be like, oh, wow, they really hadn't figured out the show yet. Yeah. And then also uh, in in our later episodes, when people look back, they go, man, I can't believe they never figured out what the show was. Yeah, and it was so obvious they didn't like each other anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Mainly due to never figuring out what the show was supposed to be. God, the tension between them was so crisp the whole time. Well, do you want to do... Do you want to do one? First, before we do one, I just want to know, is there any chance you're trying to see fish this summer or this fall? Are you trying to catch any Dave Matthews band? Me? Asking you, Dave Matthews band this summer or this fall? I do have concerts I want to go to. None of them are. Give me some. Give me some flavor. Let me get to know. Our audience, I think music is a great way to get to know people. And if we are pen pals with these people, let's let people know this is who you're pen pals with. I want to get tickets to Fleetwood Mac. I like that. I already like that. We did lose some listeners just now. No. But I do like that. Uh, I want to get tickets to, this might be after we actually recorded this, which I don't find admit, I have a problem admitting, Steely Dan and Doobie Brothers. Of course. That's magical. We just gained some listeners back. Do you know who I say I want to see every year and I've only ever seen once is My Morning Jacket. Oh, that's a good concert. That's my favorite band. Yeah, I went with the Gibson Amphitheater here by yeah. myself. Only time I ever went to a concert by myself. Which is the way to go to a concert. You do that. I love going by myself. Are you going to Fish this year? I want to. Didn't you go I, to four shows last year in a row? No. Wasn't there a thing in New York? I haven't seen them a lot. I haven't you seen have them. or have I've, not? I, I think I've seen them uh, like a Fairweather fan. I've gone when I can go, Wasn't but I don't make a huge Brooklyn? effort. At the Barclays Center or something? Not me. No. I wanted to go when they were in Jersey a few years ago, and I was going to go all three nights That's for their what Halloween thing. And yeah. I, scheduling, I couldn't go. I missed them a lot because of scheduling. So I'm going to try to go this year. I'm that, a fish fan. That concert is a very fun. And you like concert. going alone? 
I love going by myself. Really? It's a great atmosphere. Because you don't have to worry about anybody else? You're just there. You're in it. You're high. You're dancing around. You look like an idiot. You don't have to hope that the person you're with is having fun. You're just, it only matters if you're having fun. Don't you hate that feeling when you're in a concert? Hate it. And hate it. You're kind of like singing, move along, and you're noticing that the person next to you Ugh. isn't as much, Ugh. and you know them, and then you're like, are you enjoying this? And they're like, N- I don't know. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> you're like, you know what? Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you then? Yeah, I was at a mustard plug concert once, and my buddy next to me, I was like, dude, aren't you having fun? He's like, I'm not jumping around like a jackass like you. And I go, oh, no, you're just not having a good fucking time like me. (laughs) Not friends with that guy anymore. Believe it or not. Yeah, and that friend was Jared Kushner, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) He broke up with me. I'm not going to lie. Jared left Dan. Mm Mm-hmm. At that mustard plug show. Guys, Dan and I, you know, the the way of communication these days, everything is such hashtags and stuff. So the pen pals, one of our hashtags yeah. is Jared left Dan. And that's our <laughs> that's a very official hashtag. I would like to say, before we get into this, yeah. If if we haven't done it already, thank you to everyone who was with us in our previous incarnation of doing a show. And you know Pound who Cake you Pod. are. Pound Cake Pod folks. We were we this won't cater to you in the same way, but we thank you for your patronage. Yeah. And clearly you're going to, and, and and honestly, if you got through all of Pound Cake and you're a fan of that, I can't imagine you leaving us ever for anything. I agree. That's that, a great. That I, I truly think that, that, that's that was a, a ride with that's no a ride. wheels. Yeah. We, wanna, we, wanna, we went on a ride with no wheels. That's exactly So right. how do you want to do this? Do you want to go first? How do you want to do it today? Do you want me to well, go? What's, is there a way that we know in the we could now figure out right now how do we figure out who goes first? I don't know, but there there could be we a could, thing. We could do Karen and Georgia style. I think where we just switch it up every week. Who goes first and who goes second? We could do, do we a do coin like flip. An, do we do an official coin flip? I don't even have a coin, and I'm gonna assume you don't either. What number? <laughs> yeah, you don't have a coin. What I have a it? one or a two behind my what back. What does that matter? I, it trust. It's a. Tr- this is a trust thing. This is just like flipping a coin. I have you, a one or a two, and I'm not going to change it. I'm gonna. It's, it is what it is. Two. I knew it, but we didn't establish whether me getting it right meant I went first. It means or you second. get to. It means you get to decide. You're <laughs> captain. <laughs> in a coin flip, and a sp- they're like, "Well, which side do you want? Do you want the ball first? Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. In that uh, that game that's going extinct called uh, football. Uh, I don't mind going first. <laughs> we did all that, and then I'm like, let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you ready? I am ready. Folks, the haters are going to say it's fake. These are real letters. These are real people. I also want to say, things. as a reminder to people... Um, let us know in your letter how you would like to be addressed. Thank you. Because I don't want to blow up anybody's spot that doesn't want that to happen. Right. All right. This one is from Phil Kajak. Kajak. That's probably going to be a theme too, right? How to say people's names? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if we can. Do you think that's the the name? Phil Kajak? It's how he signed it. I bet you it's Phil Kiyak. Phil Kiyak? Kiyak. Phil Kiyak. Okay. Phil, let us know who win, who won that. All right, here we go. Here we go. Dan and Rory. First off, huge fan of you both. Classic way to start a letter. It is a good way to start That's a letter. It's a good, good penmanship. We've met in Chicago at shows, but I don't expect you to remember me. I'm the bearded guy in glasses in a hoodie. 
There are seas of us. That's accurate. Mm-hmm. This podcast sounds fantastic, so let me get right to it. A few years back, I read about a group of L.A. thieves called the Hole in the Ground Gang. Does that not sound like a Disney movie? That's already the Apple Dumpling, the Apple, Apple Dumpling game. And rather than paraphrasing, I want to quote the article from the 2009 L.A. Times, which means he has now brought on the L.A. Times to write his letter for him. <laughs> which, I mean, that's not that's that's a smart move. They're a professional yeah. company. Let them do it. <laughs> the hole in the grounds, the hole in the ground gang's first job was a first interstate bank at Spalding Avenue and Sunset Boulevard. We know where that is. Yeah. In June 1986, bank officials opened for business on Monday morning to find a 20 by 25 inch hole in the bottom of the vault. Deposit boxes strewn all over the floor and about $172,000 in cash missing. I like this letter already because this is a person who's like, let me write my friends and tell them about something they may not know about. Yeah. The contact of, contents of the boxes included a sketch of a young girl by Matisse. Right. Do you know who the artist Matisse is? Of course I do. I, I don't. study art. I'm not going to lie. I don't either. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> but I, that's one of those names that... Uh, Isn't Matisse like uh, flowers? Always an easy guess. That's Monet. That's I what think. I said. I said Monet. Okay. <laughs> Investigators discovered a hundred foot long tunnel that led to a storm drain. The thieves had punched a hole in the drain, which they apparently covered with plywood and fresh mortar. Is that right? Mortar. Mortar each time they left. To excavate the, tu- to excavate the tunnel, the gang, working at night and on weekends, that's putting in time for the life you want, moved more than 3,000 cubic feet of dirt, making approximately 1,500 wheelbarrow trips during the excavation. Can I, before, this is a long letter, by the way. We're going to get right. to all of it. Let me just, the, friend of yours, yeah. hey. Hey, we're robbers. Right. I got an idea. Yeah. But literally every night we mm-hmm. will have to apply plywood and fresh mortar. Right. right there I go. I don't even know if you're saying that right. I'm out. <laughs> right there I don't even know if you pronounce it right. I can't be involved. That's the thing is dude, 1500 wheelbarrow tri- trips. This is during excavation. This is a reverse <clears throat> Sha- Shawshank redemption. This is a reverse to Shawshank. To me this is also one of those things where if you put as much work into trying to be successful as you are as trying to be a criminal, you yeah. wouldn't need to rob anybody. They all would already be managers of this bank. Right. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, they would definitely be head of security. They know what their weaknesses yep. are. Yep. The sewer water would be dammed up, then released each night to sweep the dirt through the drain, investigators believed. Using a gas-powered generator or electric power, the intruders cut the 18-inch concrete vault floor with saws and drills. This is more of a story of other people not paying attention to what's happening around them. These guys are doing full-on construction work. The amount of money they stole, $172,000. Just on this You're already, already, it feels like they lost money on this job. I would agree. What you're saying, it already feels like they lost money. (laughs) How many people? Who, Who split this? They left behind little evidence aside from some equipment and an enormous number of empty styrofoam coffee cups. That's egregious. Take your fucking cups. Take your cups. Also, 1986, DNA was happening, wasn't it? That's egregious. <laughs> I mean, it says an enormous number. What do you think an enormous number is? A hundred? They had to be doing this for months. I, but, I mean, was that... Was, maybe this was like... 
They're like, we got to establish. It's like Home Alone. They're like, we got to establish our calling card. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're the wet we're bandits. We're the styrofoam bandits. We're the styrofoam <laughs> bandits. And then they were like, well, wait, why Why would we leave the styrofoam cups all around? Like, Because honestly, in the future, do you think you want to be called the hole in the ground gang? Right. And they're like, not going to go anywhere. That's we want, too Disney. hundred years from now, somebody could still find all these cups. <laughs> do you want to not be remembered? Yeah. How do you want to be remembered? Right. Coffee cups or hole in the ground? Right. Okay. Wouldn't you, I mean, honestly, every single cup left, that's how much coffee they drank start to finish from this project. They were like, save every cup. Mm-hmm. We leave it in the bank right. to let them know, hey, this we is drank kind a of lot of coffee. Yeah. We were caffeinated and under your bank and we you didn't We put care. a lot of money back into the economy as we were stealing this money. Right. We would go to 7-Eleven and we would get coffee. Right. And that's putting money back into the economy. That's a good point. All we did was re- all they did was reimburse themselves for the amount of coffee they drank. There's also like a Seven Eleven who's doing From gangbusters. Like they really helped. Day one, they're like, "God, this is going to be such a long job. How are we going to get coffee? We'll buy it every night." Right, from every night. They get to the end, they have all the receipts. Well, what did the receipts total? Uh, the receipts totaled one hundred and seventy-one thousand dollars. So we got to split up a grand. <laughs> if it was one seventy-two, I don't even remember. Well, wait, it you didn't tally in how much did the mortar cost? Oh, the mortar was two hundred thousand right. dollars. There's one guy who's like, "I bought all of you guys hot dogs that one time. I did it, so I got to get reimbursed for the that." Brain- <laughs> None of this was worth it. $172,000. The expenses are through They eventually the were like, they eventually were like, we need to rob. Like they'd only wanted 150, <laughs> but they had to get 22 grand more to cover the hole they were in literally and figuratively. <laughs> That's why they're called the hole in the ground. And also they were just digging their own grave. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, so the biggest idiots. And every night they're listening to Dave Ramsey on the radio who's like, you got to get your finances in order. <laughs> Guys, is anybody else listening to this? <laughs> Guys, I don't, think we're, I don't think we're keeping track of our overhead. We have a major cash flow problem. Why are the shovels gold? What did that cost? Look at how good we look. Just go get a normal shovel. Oh, that's Why are funny. we all wearing tuxedos every night? Because you, you, you dress for the place you're robbing, not the job you have they got in there like all right grab all the money like you're not gonna believe this there's not a million dollars here there's a hundred and seventy two thousand dollars (laughs) here take it we need it we're in the red right now we'll grab it as the weeks went by the fbi and los angeles police department received numerous tips the villains here's who they these when you hear numerous tips half these people are always lying the villains were city workers or vietnam vets familiar with Viet Cong tunnels or Viet Cong themselves, or a gang of troglodytes. That's my favorite one. <laughs> Did you see Bone Tomahawk? What does troglodyte mean? People who like live in caves don't okay. like they like don't experience sunlight. I think or something like why that. Not, They've like how do we get to troglodytes? Like why not just go cave people? Why why co- troglodyte? I think that's the official scientific term of like there was a a path in humanity where troglodyte was what you. So That's, that is a scientific description. Yeah. Troglodyte. Yes. And what does that come from? I, look it up. Where do you find troglodyte? Well, the other possibilities of who it was, as you looked that up, was derelicts and winos who inhabited the sewers. All they did was name all the types of, of people. people. I know. Also, <laughs> All right, here's what we think did it. It could either be a man or a woman 
or a child, right. or an animal, or a fungus, or a bacteria right. <laughs> that did this. Do you really, first of all, winos feels offensive. Um, Ever since that episode of Saved by the Bell. Wino? Yeah. Yeah, because isn't that what Zach calls that girl's dad? A wino? Yeah. What does that mean? They like wine? Yep. I thought that meant like, isn't that classy? <laughs> <laughs> That's highbrow. Isn't wine addiction. kind of a highbrow addiction? Also, do you see winos being like, "Hey, what do you what do you want to do for the next six months? Every night, fifteen hundred times. Nothing I'll, but I'll coffee. tell you exactly what I want to do. Well, I want to get as much Merlot as we can <laughs> find and dig a tunnel. <laughs> because not it's not winos and, and reimburse our Merlot expenses. Troglodyte. Person who lived in a cave, Boom. a hermit, a person who is regarded as being deliberately ignorant or old-fashioned. How does that third one get in there? See Trump voters. A person who is regarded as being deliberately ignorant or old-fashioned. How does that? That's just disrespectful to hermits. <laughs> also, deliberately old-fashioned. So what? Everybody at a Cracker Barrel is a troglodyte. Yeah. Oh, what? Because I like to get my ice cream sundays at a soda shop. I'm a troglodyte. <laughs> It does. That's a wide net, too. Oh, because I drink old fashions, I'm drinking troglodytes? Phil then says, the rest of the story is here and provides a link. Which I don't know if that means he bailed on it or he himself was like, this letter's getting a little long. (laughs) For Phil Kayak. He didn't care. He He was like, I don't care. I'm constantly blown (laughs) away by this story. And this is what I love, too. Good job, Phil, on what you're about to say. The statute of limitations is up. So even if the thieves walked into the LAPD offices today, they couldn't be arrested. In fact, the LAPD has an open offer to talk to them with no repercussions. Wouldn't you do it at this point if you stole? Roy, you're my you're my. They're partner. dead. These they got to be dead. You think they got to be dead? Well, they don't have to be dead. Why so would you come forward? In you would just inter. You would. I don't know. If I'm Wouldn't those you people, write a book? If someone goes to the Statue of Limitations up, I'd be like, I don't even believe in that. I truly think it's a They'll trap. They'll get me on something. They'll something. Yeah. Something. Here's what's crazy. So they did this in 86. The Statue of Limitations was up in 92. Wait, Doesn't that what? seem short? Six years? <laughs> yeah. So all you got to do is be... Is that for anything? I No, it can't be. No. No, there's, there's for varying robbery? levels. Of, it must be. And it's a nonviolent crime. It's also $172,000. Well, no, they ended up getting a lot more. I think they ended up all in all with other banks that they had. I read the whole thing, getting around like two hundred and fifty grand. But people, they think that they were dumb because they left like $250 million in the safety deposit boxes that they could have. They could have ripped off. And they didn't. And there was one. There was one bank robbery where they came in the next morning and they think they had gotten scared off, like they set off an alarm or something. Yeah. And. They had stacks of cash that they just left there, so they'd like run out hastily. But nobody ever caught them, and nobody's yeah. ever come forward. Yeah, I don't. I think that you know how you really keep people quiet after a crime with money. We saw Goodfellas. Yeah, start killing everybody. Yeah, so that's why they haven't come forward because right, not everybody's around that was they're, in on this. They're dead now. Right, man. But their I, styrofoam cup lives on. How many total uh, robberies did they pull off? I think three or four, and that no one knows where the Matisse is either. That's still gone. Mattis. I'm pretty sure it's Mattis. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, here it is. They just want to know, the cops just want to know how they did it. But don't we know how they did it with a tunnel? <laughs> the, cops, the cops have the literally accomplished nothing. The, the cops are like, there's a hole and all this money's gone. How did they do it? 
Uh, and no one has ever taken the cops up on it for coming in to talk. Here we go. My question is, this is for us, Rory. Yep. Who do you think is part of the Hole in the Ground gang? Well, how Society. <laughs> and what do you think they're doing now? I'm, they've spent it all. They spent it all? Dan, they spent it all the first night. <laughs> Out of all, here's one. Out of all the comics and actors that you know, who is most likely to be a member of this group of criminal masterminds? Obviously, Wayne Fetterman. I mean, you could pick, of course. You could pick he any. Had, he had access, time, and. He knows Mortar. He I loves think he Matisse. Likes coffee. Loves yeah, I know coffee. he eats bad food a lot, which he openly admits, so he's down for a 7 Eleven coffee. He would easily do that. Yes. Uh, yeah, you'd have to really be like, well, who. Do you know who it wasn't? It wasn't Todd. Who, Glass? Yeah. Oh, no. He would have walked into LAPD and told him he did it 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) The day after the statute of limitations came out. Yeah. Todd would have been like Talon. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Todd. I don't know who it... I don't know. Do you know? We don't have to name names. But do we know any comics that are criminals? That are actually criminals? And I don't mean like they got arrested. I mean like they're a criminal. No. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you do well in this business. Because you're like me, where a lot of times if I leave the green room, I like to leave, I don't want anything in my pockets. Yeah. And there's a trust there. There's a major trust. There's a major green room trust. Right. And it can be broken and has been oh, broken. Oh, 100% has been broken. That trust is broken when someone just brings the wrong friend in there. You're like, what are you doing, you mm-hmm. fucking asshole? And that trust is friend- broken sometimes by clubs, by being like, you guys don't care if we ruin this sacred space <laughs> before you go up and put all your emotions on the line, do you? There's nothing better than a, somebody's friend saying to you before you're set, like, oh, I saw you in Dallas, and like it wasn't as good as your other shows. Yeah, but I like, like you. Thanks, oh. man. I'm about to go up. All right. Well, here I go. <laughs> you still going to sit here? Let me then? go walk on eggshells while you're in here judging, judging. me. Judging. <laughs> in this, the place where I was like, well, at least I don't get judged in here. Yeah. Uh, good you luck. know that they hate that they're called the Hole in the Ground Gang, because they know there's so much That's more than saying. that. That's what I'm saying. It sounds so trivial. Yeah. Tunnel Team is what they wanted to be called. Right. Tunnel Team. Uh, good luck with the show, Phil Kiyok. Phil, great letter. Great. It was fun. It was interesting. Great letter for sure. I love that. I love that that Phil is... A halfway motivated journalist, uh, investigative journalist, who said, here's the thing I've researched a little bit. Right. You guys take it the rest of the way. That's a good pass. Yeah. That's I a love any pass. letter that's uh, a bulk of copying and pasting. <laughs> <laughs> we just shit on Phil for no reason at all. <laughs> Phil's listening like, My, that was nice. I sent a thing. To right. Get you guys going. Uh, let's take a quick break. Hashtag Jared left damn. Don't do that. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film... 
how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life, so there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. All right, welcome back to Pen Pals. Rory is eating, I am talking, and you are here with us because you care. Roy, I'm I- eating a banana. Jesus Christ. Be healthy for once in your life. That's okay. Dad. What are you, Michael Ian Black? Yes. Okay. Wait, does he eat a lot of bananas? I think he had a podcast built around, like, wasn't it like they eat snacks? Wasn't that Michael Ian Black's podcast? I don't know, but I love that. Yeah. Can that? Can we just change this show now and that's that? No, we just eat snacks and talk about them? <laughs> yeah, and read letters? Yeah. Or just the snacks? Can we eat snacks, talk about them, and read letters that are about snacks? Are you a snacker? I, I don't, think I am. No, you're not much of one. Really? I've never known you to just constantly eat. Like Randy Sklar eats snacks. What does all he go to? Sugar? Uh, carbs. Hard. Hard Pretzels, to not do that. Nuts. Hard to not carb. Corn nuts. First t shirt. First merch for our podcast. Hard to not carb. We'll literally <laughs> sell anything that anyone will buy. We don't care what it is. Hard to not carb. Hashtag Jared Left Dance. <laughs> then you're going to make that a thing. And then people are going to be like, which Jared? Because that gets tricky too. When's the last time we had a good Jared? All of them. When's the last time we had a good Jared? It's been a bad few God, years for Jared. We haven't had a good Jared. Jared for Leto a while. went crazy and was like sending people dead rats on set. Yeah. And then there was the subway guy. I don't want to touch Jared. That. What's his last name? Subway. <laughs> that sounded like I was describing what he did by saying, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> Jared, I do want to touch that. Right. That's what, what was he his last wanted. Name? I don't know. Jared something. something. And then Jared Kushner. Mm hmm. Uh, Jared Fogel. Nest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, put more food in your mouth before I ask you if you want to read a letter. Okay, Don't here do we that. go. Here you we are go. losing the audience. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to chew. I know people hate it. They don't want to hear drinking. They don't want to hear eating. Right. Sorry that we're that level of real, though. We're right. real people. Right. All right, here we go. I got a letter here. Shuffle them around. Hold on. When I read a letter, there's a jingle. Okay, let's go to the letters. And I want everyone to picture Dan and I walking over to letters. 
All right, Dan, you ready to go to the letters? That'd be great. Let's go to the letters. Let's all go to the letters. Letters. Let's all go to the letters. Letters. All right, I found a letter. <laughs> this uh, this one isn't uh, doesn't. It's not by a specific person. The Rye. I'm gonna go with Ryan. Okay. Think it's Ryan. Yeah. It's an email, but it's not. Uh, it's not fully there. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ryan. Um, no greeting. Right? Zero greeting, and I kind of like that. It fits what he's talking about, or she is talking about. I don't believe in free will. 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 I don't believe Free <laughs> Willy was a good movie. <laughs> oh, now get out. <laughs> get that, rip that up. Rip that letter up. I don't believe in free will. Every thought a person has is a product of their subconscious, which is a result of the structure of their brain, and it's dependent on genetics and external stimuli, both of which are out of our control. In fact, every time a person thinks they are making a conscious choice, the decision is made in the subconscious recesses of their brain beforehand. For example, if I were to ask you what you wanted for dinner, you might say ramen, but even though you think that was a free choice, your brain has already preconditioned tendency for ramen. So it seems that all of our behavior is predetermined by our brains and environmental triggers, and we are just along for the ride. I don't know. Well, I'll say what they wrote. IDK. Yeah. Um, not a question, not a greeting. Let me just, let's get to the etiquette of letters. This is a good time to talk about right. it. Right. We're your pen pals, very, right? Yeah, that was very cavalier. Right, right. Ryan, we're your, we're your pen pals, dude. Yeah. You're, you're not going to open up and say, hey, how's your summer been? Hey, here's what I've been doing. I went to camp again. I went to camp. I was yeah, at camp. Yeah, or like, guys, hope you're well. There's something that's been on my mind a lot lately. Yeah. Hey, guys. And I don't have a choice in the matter. That'd be a fun... <laughs> Hey, guys, writing you a letter or against my I will. will. <laughs> I just, or like hey, writing this despite I, not wanting I to. I wish I could say I decided to write you guys a letter, but I didn't. You'll know what I mean in the next sentence. I chose to not greet you hey, okay. or truly so in let this me ask letter. You this. Did we choose to read the letter? Yeah. How did that come to be, Ryan? You got a lot of questions to answer. And since we can't hear your voice, you'll never get to defend yourself. Everyone who's listening on a mind-altering drug right now, you're welcome. Yes. So he's saying... Fucking troglodyte, right, dude? (laughs) Such a troglodyte. Yeah, that is very old-fashioned. He's saying that he had no choice in writing this letter and we had no choice in reading it? (laughs) So all the... Here's my question. He's saying he didn't even choose to not give us a pleasantry to open or close the letter. Do I respect that? It's not good etiquette. But do you respect it when someone just goes, um, you know what? When when someone gives you a plate of food, here's the meat you're excited about, and here's the sides, Mm -hmm. and you only like Mm -hmm. half of them. Mm -hmm. Don't a lot of times you start with the thing you like the least because you want to close with the thing you love the most? Is that how you eat? That's how I eat. You eat in sections? I eat in sections. You really do? I'll, I'll go bounce around, but when I get to the final bite, I want it to be the thing I oh, really yeah, want yeah, the yeah, most. Yeah. It's and I literally kind of leaving, it it a, leaving a good taste in your mouth. And is that something we decided? <laughs> I think if... I think if Rai Rai... He, he went right to the meat. He or goes, she. let's get to... He or she went right to the... How about you keep calling him a he, and I'll call her a she. I'll go he, you go she. Okay. Um, he gets right to the meat, and he goes, here's the last bite. Right. This isn't even a long letter. I Which think I if respect. she, I think if she had decided to email us or cared enough to actually handwrite this out, she would have 
done those things. But it's mm-hmm. part of the. This was sent to us via Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, also, this is an Instagram uh, massage, right? So I. But my question is, do you believe in free will, like she doesn't? Me? Yeah. Insert a, a like Jeopardy. I'm not the producer. I know. Tell I'm just no. Gonna say. But I want also people to hear this. Okay. Insert the Jeopardy thing right there. Free will. Here we go. Bing. Um. I don't. I. I. I mm. really don't know. Sorry, you've got to answer in the form <sighs> of a question. What is? What is? <laughs> what is? What I is? Don't know. I don't have to. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Like, if you if you don't believe that we actually make these choices, then does that mean that you believe that there's like a predetermined script of how all of the like that? Does that mean that? Well, isn't she saying that that goes into her, your subconscious? But what does that mean? What does she he she mean by that? You're on he. I'm with she. I know. She's I know. she's saying that our behavior is predetermined by our brains and environmental triggers, and we just are we are just along for the ride. ID. But isn't that us? If our brain is the one that's like, if our also subconscious, say, that's us deciding it, Can right? we also say to all of our um, literature friends out there, don't assume I'm going to know every acronym. We got it with the IDK, but there's a lot out there. Yeah. I, I just saw FFS yesterday. Hold I on, assume FFS? That's Friends for, say, mm-mm, Summer. Mm-mm. Friends for Summer. No. I, I think you have one of the words right in the summer. wrong order. No. Four. Yep. Four. Fast mm, no. sex. Mm-mm. For fast sex. Mm-mm. Could have been. I don't think that's what it is. What do you think it is? For fuck's sake. Oh, that is right. It is? That is right. Okay. Good guess. Probably, right? I can't Especially believe... if you're ending it. I'm embarrassed FFS. that my guess was friends for summer. I, did you have any of those? I just... I think I'm so on the pin pal brain right now. That oh, friends, friends for summer yeah. makes sense. Friends of friends for summer. If the sun's the lord of them. Now, did your brain go, hey, I'm going to have him sing it at this time on this day? Or did you just decide you to do that? You said something that made me think of Michael W. Smith, the rock Christian artist or smooth song, like singer-songwriter Christian rock artist? Question. Yeah, 1994. Does this mean we can't be held accountable for our actions? That's what I was going to say. Doesn't it end up kind of being a cop-out then? I want to talk to Ryan. Well, we can. <laughs> Hopefully someday we will. That's another thing. Ryan, Ryan again. we need to further... Ryan, we have to go further with this. Where like, does it consider end? Us, so I mean, nobody's guilty of anything? So just so people you're not know... It's not your fault you killed that man? Right. Your brain, your subconscious I wanted you to do it. I accidentally said he a couple seconds ago. He, so she. 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 But here's the thing. As pen pals, you guys are writing us these things to talk about. Our letter back to you is the currently the, is the show. We right, are, this we is are, how we're writing you back. This is how we're you writing you back. You can write us again. Feel free to. We're going to definitely spot it. We're, we take a look at every single one of these things because we, we try to see what we think will be interesting to talk about. And I'll be honest. I truly thought in my heart that we chose to talk about this letter. But now here I am finding out that amongst... What did we say we got? We got 3,000 different letters. Mm -hmm. Now I'm finding out that this was some predetermined thing in my brain made me choose the topic of free will. I mean, the irony in that. But here's what she says. But even though you think that was a free choice, your brain has already a preconditioned tendency. Well, a tendency is not a conviction. Yeah. So even if I like ramen because of my... uh, 
preconditioned tendency to like ramen, that doesn't mean I chose. That doesn't make me choose to do it. That just means I'm influenced to do that, right? Yeah. Would you agree? I or disagree? I I honestly don't know. I think it's such a philosophical question that it's one of those things that has no answer. But free know? choice is different than than predetermined aff, uh, affinity. Here's a here's something I've I've brought up here on Psychology Today, which, as you know, is oh, the foremost a website that I frequent. Yeah, like dominoes, thoughts and actions are shaped by forces outside our control. Think of someone that you dislike. Let's call this person X. Rory. Okay. Okay. We'll call them person X. Okay. Now imagine that you were born with X's genetic material. That is, imagine that you had X's looks, body odor, inherent tastes, intelligence, aptitudes, etc. Imagine further that you had X's upbringing and life experiences as well. Mm -hmm. So imagine that you had X's parents growing up and that you grew up in the same country, city, and neighborhood in which X grew up, etc. Keep in mind you dislike this person. Sure. Would you behave any differently from how X behaves? Yeah. That's interesting. Because what uh, this author here writes. Remember in Boys in the Hood? Uh, most people realize, perhaps after a moment of startled pause, that the answer to the question is no. You wouldn't behave any differently because you had the exact same everything. Okay, yeah, but. That's I know. interesting. So, what, so, you know I what? Should, so I should like them? We predetermined, Ryan. Home run. Yeah, I don't know if I want to give her that credit. Well, give him that credit then. But do you so <laughs> Look, I know it's not exact, but how many times are like siblings raised in the exact same environment with the exact same parents? I know that not everything is exact and one of them ends up with their shit together and the other one ends up like me. How by, do you, the, by the way, this what I just read to you is uh from Dr. Raj Ragna Ragnathan, Ragnathan on and, Psychology Today. On Psychology Today, just to make sure we credit who you know put this out there that so we're basically Raj is saying using and quoting Raj is saying yeah. that if you wouldn't dislike a person because they can't help the way they are let me go further here the question helps people realize that their thoughts and actions are determined entirely by their genetic and social conditioning in other words it helps people intuitively grasp the idea that free will is an illusion that is crazy. That's crazy to think about. You grow up, someone you dislike, what a great way into like imagining it, like someone you truly hate. Right. You have their exact same life, upbringing, background, every influence. Would you be any different okay, than but even, they are? Even and if you like, were the same, then you probably, would you like yourself? Just because I understand why they are the way they are doesn't mean I like them. But, uh, but then you, yeah, you got you to wonder. Absolve them. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, a person you dislike, do they agree with you? Are they like, I know, I hate myself, too. Or are they like, well, I don't know, I think I'm great. I actually dislike you. So do you think any person who drastically changes their life was always going to do that anyway? So if somebody's, like, 350 pounds unhealthy Mm -hmm. and then loses 200 pounds or Mm -hmm. whatever, 180, whatever they end up, they're healthy-ish. Just say 200. 150 is a small person. No, they're not. Okay. You're right. Maybe I'm Why just... do we either of us care about this detail? <laughs> we start arguing. How did they lose it? Do well, they wh- actually feel better about themselves well, let on me the ask inside? You which one of the? Because I'm still doing the South Beach diet. I'm still doing the South Beach diet. Is that a tr- is that true? 
Can we be honest? Since the late 90s, that's when I started the South Beach diet. I'm still doing the South Beach diet. On some level, really? It's all I do. I only do the South Beach diet. Which is what? I don't know. I think it's no carbs, tons of meat. Yeah, like paleo. South Beach. Okay. So (laughs) my point is, is that, so what made them change and lose all that weight and change their life and their health patterns and how, when they were going to die? They didn't choose to do that? And if they didn't choose to do it, what, there was just some predetermined set of circumstances like when you turn 36, you'll get your health in order. I don't know. I think this question has, I think this. Because people make drastic changes in their lives. Yeah. So if they don't have free will, how did? Why didn't they do that sooner? Yeah. I'll or not what. do it at all. Yeah. God, I love this question. I didn't like it at the beginning, but then I was able to fight my free will. You mean when we when brain... we didn't when we weren't greeted in any way? That part. I think that was. I think this was all a setup. I think that was to get us to this point. This <laughs> good for you, Ryan. If that so, even are we is choosing to do name? more episodes? What are we I choosing mean, to do more episodes? The only way we win this discussion, and it's not a competition. I think I didn't think it was until <laughs> the, now. The only way we win this discussion with Ryan is yes. if this truly is we don't do another episode. <laughs> but then she would say that we weren't going to anyway. <laughs> There's no winning. There's right. no winning or losing. If my feeling is this, and I don't know if I'm gonna be able to put this succinctly or not. It's do, do, it's succinctly. If you the two C's together. If you go down the path of saying you have no input as to the choices that you make, then you run the risk of doing nothing. So just do what you're going to do and don't worry about the motivation. Well, that's why the hole in the ground gang can come in without any repercussions because they didn't choose to do that, you know? The styrofoam cup part? The styrofoam or- cup gang. <laughs> Why why would they call us the Styros? Every newspaper. God, look at this. It's this hole in the ground That's game. the thing. You don't get to choose your moniker. Uh, yeah. As a criminal? Unless you're like the Zodiac. Yeah, you got to make it very clear. And you send in letters saying, I'm the Zodiac. If you guys could just call me the Zodiac, that'd right. be great. And they were like, do we do it? Because wasn't the Son of Sam originally called like the 38 caliber killer? Can we get, we're going to have to go to the judges on that. Lo- what a lot of people, well, here's the thing a lot of people don't know. We actually have a pool of judges that <laughs> sits with us when we do these podcasts, yeah. podcasts to decide if what we're, uh, what we're talking about and what we're doing is, is well, I don't know. They're, legal and you know, if it's funny. Because, right. And informative. Because she didn't say anything like goodbye or thanks. There's not really a good end to this, but do I even choose 44 that? caliber killer. Okay. You're way off. Geez. You made like five true crime listeners extremely happy. And I'm not. That's more than I'm we had on Pound it. Cake. That's more listeners than we have for <laughs> Pound Cake. Um, I, I want to go. I don't want to. I don't know how to end the discussion of, uh, of free, free will. will that, uh, so, Ryan. If, you, you know what? You don't have to. It you, you doesn't matter how you decide to do it or if you yeah. don't. Ryan, message us again. We'll see if we can get back Thanks, uh, girl. to this. Thanks, guy. And uh, we will get back to it. And uh, maybe let us know if we can uh, contact you when we decide to uh, when we decide to hit this up again, either on this one or on our, one of our uh, other uh, smaller episodes. We'd love to uh, engage with you and uh, see your hear more of your take on where this topic comes from for you and 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 why you. Why you send Don't, it to us? But we appreciate yeah, I, it. I'm Everyone glad. who sends anything, even if you wrote us and said you hate us, we appreciate any sort of contact. I, I do not lonely. appreciate that. I appreciate anything. 
So let's get out of here. Before we go, I'd like to thank everybody who sends us letters. We can't get to all of them. But, but we do hope- know we do read all of, all them. of them. We are getting a lot, but it's not so many we can't keep up with them. And it's not just Dan and I looking into it. So when you, if you send something, send it. And, you know, maybe it's something that we can right. talk about and engage and on for an extended period of time. Don't put anything on yourself as far as an expectation. If you want to say something to us, don't worry about it. Oh, I'm not really going through anything right now, or I don't have a big question. That's okay. We just Friends, talked about a, a crime gang that had nothing to do with uh, Phil. He just right, sent it. Right. And we got a we got a good bit on Wayne Fetterman about it, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, Rory. That's our letters for today. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. We really, we really got to know some people today. Yeah. And. We, and, and what I always say, and you know that I always say this, when we get to know other people, we really get to know ourselves. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. Thank you so much to everybody who sends us letters. We read all of them, and we can't wait to correspond with each of you. You can do that at the Pen Pals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, thepenpalspod at gmail.com, or you can mail us, if you really care, at 1700 West Burbank Boulevard, Burbank, California, 91506. Care of the Pen Pals Pod with Rory Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Sincerely, Sincerely the Pen Pals. And friends are friends forever if the Lord's the Lord of them. And a friend will not say never cause the welcome will not end. Though it's hard to Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.